From the Palmetto Family Podcast Network, this is South Carolina Connections with Corey Truax. Welcome into this edition of South Carolina Connections with Corey Truax from Palmetto Family Podcast Network. A lot I want to do on the show today, but first and foremost, let me point you over to palmettofamily.org, palmettofamily.org, where you can get lots of interesting news from your state and also even uh, around the nation of the things happening uh, that you need to know about from a Christian perspective. Uh, one of the things that we do here on South Carolina Connections is we, is we take a look at what's going on in our state and around the country and see how it affects South Carolina and her families. One of the things that has been significant in our state here in the last few weeks has been a trip that Palmetto Family Council pioneered uh, to get a lot of our faith leaders in South Carolina up to the Capitol to meet with legislative leaders up in D.C. And if you followed along on Instagram or Facebook, it looked like quite the trip. And if you're not following, by the way, Palmetto Family on Instagram and, uh, and Facebook, you really need to because there's a lots of good information there as well. Um, so we're going to bring on to the show the, I would call, the driving force of that trip. Uh, he also started the Nehemiah Network a while back, uh, and he's with Palmetto Family Council. His name is Eric Corcoran. Hello there, sir. Great to be on, Corey. Well, so real, before we get into the actual D.C. trip, can you talk about how you came into being part of Palmetto Family Council, uh, but first doing that Nehemiah Network and how those two things connected? Absolutely. Well, first of all, Corey, love your show. You're such a terrific guy, and you've got such positive energy, and that's what we need in this country today with such well, thanks, anger man. and so many things going on. I know I, I really want you to know that, and your listeners to know that too. And I'll tell you, in this world today, we have to be the positive warriors for what we believe in. You know, years ago, I worked on a couple of presidential campaigns and God saw me through some crazy times across the country. I got hired by Pomodoro Family in 2016. And at the time, Dr. Orrin Smith, president of Pomodoro Family back then said, Eric, can you do what you did for those presidential candidates for the state of South Carolina to fight abortion, to fight human trafficking, to gather godly people in South Carolina for such a time as this? And so really, this trip, Corey, has been a dream for years, and it finally happened. Let me also recommend to you, uh, before we get into this D.C. trip, Faith Conversations is a podcast from Eric that is truly— you get into some interesting stuff on that show, man, with folks that I did not know their faith story, or I'll be honest, I had some skepticism around their profession, and there is so much— authenticity on that show uh, regarding those uh, faith leaders. So if you're listening uh, to the uh, South Carolina Connection show here, uh, make sure you find uh, Faith Conversations with Eric Corcoran wherever you listen to podcasts. Okay, so going to this D.C. trip, uh, when it when it was first burst in your mind as an idea that you wanted to make happen, what was the design? What were you trying to accomplish with this Washington, D.C. trip? Sure. Well, I, and, I, and thank you for setting it up like that. I'll tell you, uh, last couple of years, uh, Cora, as you know, we've done Pastor's Day at the state house. So, as, again, we've got the local, state, and federal level, right? So we're trying to reach all three with the Great Commission. It's not the Great Suggestion. It's the Great Commission. <laughs> and we need to bring that to— And yet when it says preach the living truth to every living creature, that includes lawmakers. That includes politicians. And I'll tell you, it's been amazing the last three years what has happened at the state house. 
But Joshua Putnam, who is the president now of Palmetto Family, and of course he's from the upstate, as you would probably say, God's country up there. Yes. He and I said, let's go for it all. You know, let's go to Washington. And so I'll tell you, the, the design behind this is very similar to us bringing pastors to the state house, but instead going to the Congress and to the White House. Now, we wanted to meet with our South Carolina congressional leaders. That's actually really the main crux of the trip, because, again, they represent us at the federal level. We've already been doing it at the state level the last three years. So that's kind of the I guess you could say the blueprint behind it. But it turns into so much more this time. You know, that's that voice, the voice of the faithful in South Carolina. I, I do feel like it gets it doesn't get the the weight that it deserves. I mean, we're a very religious, very Christian state. And I don't know that that voice is heard well enough. So these types of or organized efforts to remind leaders that, hey, here, here we are. Here We are the pastors. We're the believers. We meet every Sunday with all of our people together. Uh, we are both praying for you, and we want to support you when you're doing the right things, but uh, there's there's a folks you want to connect to, and our pastors can be the conduit and historically have been a connection point between legislators and congregations. Uh, so how many uh, of our pastors and faith leaders in South Carolina went with you guys up to D.C.? We had over a hundred. I'll tell you, wow. you know, when we were in the when we were at the White House at one point in the Eisenhower Executive Office, which is an incredible building, uh, one of the staffers uh, to one of the folks in the administration said to me, "Eric, this is your first trip, and you guys got this many for your yeah. first trip. This is impressive." So that was nice to hear. And um, he's right. No, that wasn't blowing smoke. Uh, you and I have been both doing this long enough, where <laughs> we know to get meant to organize pastors because they're the ones that do the organizing, right? Anytime right. you're trying to get leaders to be led, it's hard. And when you can get 100 of them or more uh, in one effort, uh, it's, it really is, a, I believe, it's a work of God. I think that is uh, something supernatural happening there. Um, I couldn't agree more with that. <laughs> the, um, the South Carolina delegation, did anyone in particular in D.C. make a good impression, particularly welcoming to your group? I think what was so impressive, Corey, on the outset of that congressional luncheon is we had all of our Republican delegation. I wish we had sent invitations out to everybody. We wanted, you know, Cunningham there. We, it would have been great for Clyburn to be there. We wanted all of them to be there. But to have, you know, Tom Rice and William Timmons and Tim Scott and Lindsey Graham and Ralph Norman and Joe Wilson all show up without, I mean, not a ton of notice. I mean, it may be a couple, you know, two months or so was very exciting to me. And I would say it was sort of a tie, if you will. A lot of pastors were amazed that Senator Tim Scott prayed over us as a pastor's network. And we got to lay hands on Senator Lindsey Graham, uh, Pastor Joey Deese of Oakdale Baptist Church. I called on him, and he prayed a prayer, man, that I felt like would have knocked Congress down. <laughs> uh, it was an incredible moment, you know, to be in there laying hands literally on Senator Graham. Yeah, Tim Scott is a fellow uh, Charleston Southern uh, Buccaneer with you, right? Yes, he is. Yeah, I, man, I'll tell you, Tim's, Tim Scott is, is real. That's a genuine believer, oh. and he's done such, done such great work. Uh, so what else was on the agenda? So you had that luncheon. What else did we have these pastors do as Palmetto Family Council up there in D.C.? Well, I, I think the main couple of highlights were we went to the Bible Museum, which was more of obviously a drop-in to just check it out. I mean, you could spend a week in that place. Yes. I, I challenge every person listening to this, if you can get up there and just sit in some of those exhibits, you your mind will be blown. It's just amazing what they've done. Only being there for three years, by the way. They haven't been there very long, the Bible right. Museum. 
So we went to Congress for that luncheon. Uh, what was so neat was when we went to the White House the following day, um, you know, a lot of people, Corey, they've got to book months and months out to get a White House tour. Just a tour is a big thing to try to get. Sometimes people have to wait like a year yes. to get their White House tour. We got a White House briefing. So there were five members of the administration, including the drug czar for the United States, who, 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 by the way, made it very known to us that the vice president really wanted to be there with us, but happened to be out there at the border with all this going on down there. Oh, yeah. And what was so neat was we had an hour, an hour of time in there listening to what's going on in FEMA, what's going on with the drug policies, where are we at on religious liberty, on pro-life policy. It was incredible to have been given that kind of treatment, especially our first time doing this. With Mike Pence specifically, like if, if he would have been in D.C., oh. he'd have been in that room. He belongs in that room. Uh, he's a, yes, he's, he does. He's a natural yeah. fit. A quick reminder, we're talking to Eric Corcoran. He is from Palmetto Family Council and also from the uh, Faith Conversations. Faith Conversations, a podcast you should be finding and listening to with regularity. Brought to you by the Palmetto Family Podcast Network. Uh, that the trip up to DC. How long? How long were you guys there with those pastors? We got there on Wednesday night. We came back on Friday, so it was a, it was an action packed day and a half. Brother, are you exhausted? Have you even recovered yet? <laughs> well, you know what the funny thing is. Since when I've got back, I've actually just been going into more churches, speaking in more places, as you've seen on Facebook and other places, because I am just so fired up. I'll tell you. You know what the most exciting thing to me was. It wasn't the big meetings. It wasn't the speeches. It was pastors from places like King's Tree, Wayland Owens down there, Free Will Baptist Church, First Free Will Baptist Church, had never been to Washington, D.C. in his life. And I got to have him pray over us as we were about to enter the White House. And this is a pastor who's been preaching since Ronald Reagan, since 1980. He's been preaching in that small church in King's Tree, South Carolina. And that, to me, is a power of bringing our faith leaders from every area. I don't care how small the town is. We need every pastor engaged in this fight for our country. Man, that is actually sweet as can be as a story, because I, uh, being a missionary kid myself, I, mean, I grew up on the mission field, being a pastor's kid. Some of these men serve decades faithfully, and ministry is not lucrative, and they don't get to take these trips and see these things. And for Palmetto Family Council to come together with making this happen for some of these guys that serve in small places and they do it faithfully almost as a reward that hey guys you you are significant and and let's go do this together to to celebrate what god has done even in these small places in south carolina absolutely no that 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 is i almost was emotional standing there in front of i mean the, the very center the very entrance to the white house we were all gathered there you know for the big photo op but i said we've got to pray for this moment before we go in to the Eisenhower executive office. And when I called on him, you should have seen his face. It was like, <laughs> me? Me? Really? Me? You know? That's sweet as <laughs> said, Absolutely you. You're one of the first in the network. That's I don't great. care how big the church is. You know? So it was a beautiful thing. Did you get, um, as you've been working on this, trying to put pastors together, do you get much pushback? Do you get guys that are just saying, hey, this is not for me and this is not something that we want to get involved in? I wouldn't say much pushback, Corey, but I would say there are those who will give me the praying for you, 
you know, you're doing a great work, but just not for me. I've had a couple, uh, but not, not, not the majority like you would think. And I think when people see, and you'll appreciate this, I think a lot, this isn't a partisan effort. Yes. It's a kingdom effort. And if we reach Democrats and reach Republicans, I believe more than, and this might be controversial, but I believe more than pushing through, you know, pro-life policy or anti-human trafficking policy, if we touch people for Christ and they get saved, that matters more to me than any legislation movement. Amen. Listen, I, I came to a place about five or six years ago where it occurred to me that my goal was to defeat some people and not win some people. Oh, yeah. my, my goal was to defeat the ACLU, not win them to Christ. My goal was to defeat secular leftism and not win them over. And there is something compelling and beautiful about the gospel that it wins people over and you don't have to make enemies. You can actually be reconciled to your enemies through the gospel. And these pastors, I think if they get a vision out of, out of D.C. Uh, for, for what that, they, they can take that message back to their own people and how we interact. Uh, I think well, you're I, right. And, yeah. and also, Corey, I'll, I'll add on to that, that beautiful statement you just made and say, you know, we're traveling on the bus with two charter buses, you can imagine, with probably about 10 denominations on board. Um, you want to talk about division. I mean, we're in a state that is absolutely. Oh. You can keep going. I'm sorry. The oh. recording has a bell in it, but that's OK. OK, <laughs> fine. I'll just say, well, that's actually just, you know, furthering my point. I mean, how amazing this was. But the fact that we had so many denominations on board the bus laughing together, fellowshipping together, you, you, you have no idea how many messages I got back after the trip saying, I've never hung out with a free will Baptist. I've never joked with a non-denominational pastor. I've never even been in the same room as someone who's independent Baptist. And all of that happened on this trip. So I, that's a detail I overlooked, man. That's hugely valuable because I, I value my, my theological stances and I think they're important. But where I uh, differ with my Presbyterian brothers on baptism, they're still my brothers. And they're still in the family, yeah. and we yeah. still have these these fundamental agreements about the world in which we're going to live, about our history as a country with a a humbly Christ, Christian beginning and biblically informed values. And I did, I overlooked that value of bringing all those guys together. Uh, let me ask you this question: from the, what you were feeling from those pastors, do you do you feel like they are? That's a group that's encouraged about the state of affairs when it comes to public policy. Did they, did they seem discouraged or disinterested? What was the feeling you picked up? Extremely encouraged. In fact, I almost would have forgotten one of the most amazing moments, but there was so much that happened. You can, you, you can imagine the difficulty trying to grasp it all. But when we were in uh, Congress the first night, we had a private tour with Congressman Jeff Duncan, who's a great man of God. Um, there was a singer he brought in who sang how great thou art in the rotunda. And when that hymn echoed off each wall, it seemed, in that rotunda where so much has happened in our history, there, there have been at least five to six pastors who said to me, Eric, my walk with God has been strengthened by that moment. And I feel I had one pastor to me, you know, Eric, I, I've been in the ministry for 20 plus years, but I feel like Going into the rotunda and having that experience was like going into the locker room in, in, at the halftime of a football game. And I'm ready to go back out for the second half of my ministry. Yeah, I am so glad you guys did this for them, that Palmetto Family Council was able to do this. Uh, this is a, 
this is a service that, uh, or at least an effort that I know has been needed and it's it's just not one that anyone's taken up since you really have pioneered it. Uh, one other quick reminder, we're talking to Eric Corcoran from Palmetto Family Council. He's also the host of Faith Conversations from Palmetto Family Podcast Network. Wherever you find my podcast, you can find his. And if you have not found it, you are missing out and you absolutely need to go find it. Last question for you, sir, and we'll let you go. Um, folks, uh, folks that want to help, that want to be a part of what you're doing, just Give us an encouragement of what the call to action you would give listeners on pushing forward with this agenda that Palmetto Family Council is working on. Absolutely. Well, and thank you for this. And Cora, I'll tell you, there are some amazing issues for people to be engaged with today. When I speak in churches across the state, I tell people, what would the founding fathers think about you as a citizen? Are you a passive one? Would you have been a loyalist back in the Revolutionary War? Or would you have been a patriot? And when it comes to abortion, religious liberty, human, human trafficking, we are about to enter the most consequential legislative session of our time next year. And we have got to build a Christian army. So if you're listening and you're 18 years of age or older, we need you. If you're a pastor and you want to be engaged, you, you know, a lot of people say, oh, Eric, the faith community doesn't want to, doesn't, doesn't want to be engaged. They're wrong. They don't know how sometimes to be yeah. engaged. They're, they're bombarded with the news and everything else. So I would just tell them to go to palmettofamily.org, contact me. I'll give you my number, 843-754-5630. And I will talk to you personally about this mission to save the nation that adopted me and also for the fight for religious liberty that we need to keep fighting. And if you are listening and you're part of a local church and you know your, your pastor is either timid around these issues or maybe he's just curious, you need to give him that number. You need to give him Palmetto Family Council. Uh, this has been one of my favorite organizations in the state. I think one of the more significant organizations in the state the last 20 years in terms of moving forward an agenda that is for the flourishing of all people. Uh, so please join us at palmettofamily.org to find out more information. Eric, thanks for taking the time today, man. I appreciate the work you're doing and, the, uh, and coming on the show. It was an honor. And everybody, I want you to share this podcast and what Corey is doing. He's a great man, and we need more people to listen to him. I appreciate it. We've been talking with Eric Corcoran. He's the host of Faith Conversations from Palmetto Family Council. You can find more from him on Facebook or Instagram. Look for Eric Corcoran. I believe he's also on Twitter. And also find Palmetto Family Council on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and all those. We'll be back with another new edition of South Carolina Connections next week. But before I let you go, also, make sure you do share this on your own social media. Put it out there on Facebook, Twitter. Uh, share the podcast with others so we continue to grow this movement to move forward religious liberty, and the values that we share together with Palmetto family. Until next time, everybody, peace and love.